Gloria a Dios. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it is the love of Christ that unites us. In every language, in every culture, in every custom, in every tradition that you come from today, this verse, Romans 8, that we read together in eight languages, is that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm wondering, does anyone have that as a part of your story today, that there is nothing, nothing that has been able to separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord? Do you have that as your testimony today? That is what unites us. We might get afraid of pointing out our differences because we are afraid of it separating us. It actually does the opposite. By refusing to see the beauty of the difference that we bring, we could actually mis mistake that for a lack of care about what we bring in each other's story. But what actually unites us as believers is the love of Christ. We are united at the cross where God gave everything for each of us. So I want to remind you, child of God today, that we are united in one family. One family. With all the beauty of this diversity that we have here. Would you pause once more and pray with me? Our God, you are to be praised. We lift up our voices in praise to you who sought us, who gave yourself for us. Maybe someone just needs this simple reminder from Romans 8 today that nothing that is coming against them will be able to separate you from them. We declare that together today. Not height, nor depth, nor Death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, not the future, not the past, not powers, nothing, nothing, Lord, nothing can separate us from your love. And so today we gather united, people online and people here in person, people in California and people in other parts of the, the country and of the world. God, we unite together declaring that we are one in you that you draw us together from our varied stories and cultures and traditions into one family. We thank you, Jesus. We ready our hearts for your word to us today. Speak, Lord. We, your children, are listening. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm wondering, have any of you been angry this week? That's not really rhetorical actually. Have any of you been angry this week? Did anyone experience anger yesterday? Does anyone want to admit that even though it's only 1240 that you've been angry today? Oh, only one honest soul in the crowd, Lord mercy. Today, we're talking about anger. And some of us grew up in families or cultures to which anger was not acceptable. Anger was equated with sin, right? Some of you, 
some of us. But we're in the series called Being Human, Imago Dei, that the experience of emotion that we have as people, the full range of the human experience, was experienced by Jesus Christ himself. Because if you ever had any questions about how God feels about you or your emotions, they were answered by the incarnation. Jesus took on flesh. And yet some of us are unwilling to become human, to fully embrace our humanity, and we are more human than he. Fully God, fully man. Jesus embodied and experienced what it meant to be human. And so by looking through the eyes of the experience of Jesus, we are better able to understand who we are and who our God is. Paul says in Ephesians 4, in your anger, do not sin. Therefore, it is not a sin to be angry. This is an important differentiation. And for some of us, this could be quite liberating today. As we look at this message together, this word of God and this experience of Jesus, that anger can lead to sin, but anger in and of itself is not sin. There's a difference. The next page, the next verse, the next part says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. You see, if we hold on to anger, it becomes bitterness. If we hold on to anger, it can cause cynicism. We can go around jaded. 